backing up this one. I get a little backing up this one. What's up? Welcome to the Daily Bell. This is Supreme Cypher. Um, this is a show that we talk about different social and cultural events. We deal with issues that matter to you, um, that deal with your babies, that deal with your grandbabies, that deal with you know your great grandbabies, and everyone involved. That's what we're talking about here today on um, and every day on the Daily Bell. But today's topic is going to be about man talk, all right? So let me introduce to you who I got in the studio with me right now. I got um, I got Ross the Boss. Yeah, yeah. I got Jenny K. What up, guys? And I got Jay Merrick with me. They're all in the studio with me today. What's up? So today we're going to be talking about man talk, but let me just get a few things out real quick. You know, um, there was a young lady that got murdered the other day, and she was chopped up in many different pieces. She was in the news for two days, and you haven't heard anything else about the situation. And the reason why I brought that up is just to let it be known to all the women out there that are listening, and to all those who just think that it's all about them coming after black men, they hate y'all too. Period. Because if they didn't, this would be more of a story as if it was a white woman or anything else like that. You know, it goes back to what we talked about the other, you know, one of my prior episodes about racial profiling. You know, um, spring is here. Get out there and enjoy the weather. It's beautiful outside. It really is. You know, um, you know, um, as far as sports is concerned, um, you know, who you think going to win the NBA Finals? You know, I think Golden State. I think if Golden State can get Stephen Curry back on track, they're winning. If not, I'm giving it to the Houston Rockets. Hands down. Why not? They're the next best thing, you know. Um, Mark Jackson. I'm with Stephen A. Smith. I believe that he should be the next head coach of the New York Knickerbockers. He's the next best thing. He's proven. He's shown that he can work with young players and make a champion of, make, make a champion of them. He's the architect of the Golden State Warriors. You, you, I'm, this is, this is a no-brainer. So, you know, we're gonna, you know, we're gonna take a break. We're gonna, you know, get into some, you know, you know, this man talk. We're gonna have a real good discussion, and um, we're gonna go from there. Be right back. This is the Daily Bell, Supreme Cipher. I just gotta keep killing, getting wins out of losses. Gotta keep me milling. We living, we feeling. Fat bucks, we spilling. I invested in the weed business because I'm just trying to see things. And it's still cooking, I'm cooking up. Gotta put my feet on. When life gives me lemons, I made lemon squeeze with it. No, I don't need it. I don't know how to keep one. I think I'm a good nigga, but I guess they see things. Can't get a girl pregnant. So I made my pockets pregnant. Money calling on eleven. Got seven figures, but I can't stop it seven. Nah, man, gotta get it. Can't walk till I die. Still get the drop in heaven. What's up? What's up? This is Supreme Cipher, and I'm back here with the Daily Bell. Um. And uh, like I said, the topic for the day is man talk, and we're gonna be having a real good discussion about this. Um. But we're gonna start first. But we're gonna start by talking about uh, what do men want. 
that's what we're going to start it off with. We're going to start it off with talking about what do men want? What do men want in today? Not, not, not what we wanted in 1970 or 1980 or anything like that. What do men want today? And I'm, you know, what I'm saying, and I'm, you know, I'm going to challenge some, some, some men right now and ask them to tell me what it is that you want. Let the ladies know. Let the world know today. What do men want today? And I'm gonna start this conversation off with you, Ross the Boss. What do women want? What do the world want today from a man? Uh, well, honestly, the world today. I don't think the world itself knows what it wants from anybody, but what the what does a man want? I think a man we looking for notoriety. Um, when I say notoriety, I mean um, notice that I'm working hard to notice that you know I'm doing what I can to keep my best foot forward, keep myself out of trouble, taking care of my family, you know, educationally, financially, you know, and financial independence, stuff like that, like. Uh, for example, when I say notoriety on uh, financial independence level, when you go to a bank and they see that, oh, your, your, your finance is in order, you know, you have a good job, you have a good, you know, credit score, they want to, they notice that and they say, okay, look, we can give you this loan to buy a house, you know, stuff like that. Notoriety, um, to me, it shows that you're accomplishing what you set forward to accomplish. Even when it comes down to family and kids and so on and so forth, your kids look up to you. So that's another form of notoriety. They're looking up to you. They want to see dad doing good. They want to say, okay, look, I want to follow by his footsteps. You don't want to be that that guy that's, you know, and I feel like now in this day and age, I think people are starting to be more responsible and more socially conscious because of just things that's been happening in our own communities. You know what I mean? And a lot of stuff gets swept under the rug. It doesn't make it to mainstream news or the newspaper. We see it every day coming up. And again, we swept under the rug. So nowadays, I think it's more like notoriety out there. We as men want the world to see us coming up. You know what I mean? Stepping forward more, being in our children's lives more. They got men who's taking off from work now to be the stay-at-home dad while the wife goes back to work. I mean, so yeah. That's about it. I mean, you know, when you when you say notoriety, you know, and um, you know, being being able to do the things that you know basically normal people do: get a bank account, live your life, uh, go to work, come home, you know, be a father to your child, and, and all this good stuff right here. You know, are you are you doing it to be notori to be noticed, or are you doing it for the goodness of yourself? Well, it depends on the, the action at hand. Like I said, um, when you live your everyday life and you make certain decisions, um, if you are a parent, um, those decisions reflect on you. And then sometimes your children see your decisions and they follow behind it. So, yeah, I say I do it to be noticed by my children. I do it to be noticed by my family. Yo, you know, I see where you was before. I see where you came from. I like that. Keep up the good work. I'm watching you. I like that too. You know what I mean? I like to be able to feel comfortable in my own skin, knowing that the decisions that I made, you know what I mean, led me down a better path than than where I was before. So yeah, I would. And then it's a double. Yes, I say yes to both answers or both questions. I say yes to both. I do it for my own. I like to wake up in the morning and look at myself in the mirror and say, "You did something today." Know what I mean? You just um, you you gonna be you know, it makes a person feel good to know that something that they set their mind to, 
has been accomplished. And it makes them feel better when someone that they care for notices that accomplishment. It gives you motivation to do even more. You know, so yeah. That's more like acknowledgement. I'm sorry. It's like acknowledgement more as opposed to being noticed. You want those around you to acknowledge your hard work because of the fact that you can both get behind for yourself and for them. Yeah, you gotta see it and, and then let me know like, all right, you don't have to let me know nothing because I'm still gonna do what I feel like is the proper thing to do. Mm -hmm. You know, but at the end of the day, yeah, a little bit of every now and then, like, ah, I see you. Makes you press feel good. You know, does that motivation, does it, does it, does it help you become you know, like a better father, Jack. Can you, you know, being motivated and you know doing things to be noted, to be notarized, and you know, can that help you? Can that inspire you to be a better father? And and and, and this being a better father, what men want is that part of what we want? Yeah, we want to be a better father, but how we be a better father? Just you know, what I'm saying, spending more time with our kids, so showing them things that that, that things that we gonna do. Showing them things, you know what I'm saying? Let them see through your eyes. That's how you get a better communication. You get a better being a better father with them. You know what I'm saying? Because you spend the more time you spend with your child, the more time you get to know your child and your child get to know you. A lot of people say they you know what I'm saying, their father get to their child. Do you know your child? For you to say, if a situation was to happen, would you are you able to say, yo, you know what? I know how he gonna handle this. Right. Because you spend so much time with him, you install so much of you in him and, and in that individual, because he's another individual. So when you store that and you, you molding him into you, that's that's what you're doing. You're making him like one person. Because now when you do that, you say, well, you know what? What happened? You ain't even got to say what happened. What happened? Or you got to say what happened. And he's going to explain everything to you step by step. What happened in the situation? If you give the situation, what happened? Oh, you know what to do in the situation. All right, cool. I ain't got to even worry about that. All you got to do is just call me. Oh, yo, Jimmy, come get your father. Come get your son. Or come get your daughter. I know how my daughter going to react. In order for you to bother, in order for her to react, you have to bother. A woman? Yes. My son? Yes. The same way, too. You have to do something for him to react. So, in the way, yeah, what I really want as me as a father I would want. I would like. I would like to get to know my kids to where we have a friendship. We have a friendship, but I'm still your father. I still. I know everything. I don't need to know everything that's going on, but I know everything. You know, I, I couldn't. I couldn't really say it any better. You know, um, because uh, I mean, what you're saying is 100% uh, correct. You know, um, you know, I'm I, I'm a strong believer, man. If if you if you doing the right thing and your children can see it or your family can see it, like Ross the boss said, if, if they see it and whether they 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 point it out to you or not, yo Jay, I'm you know I'm, 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 I appreciate what you do, you know they're watching you, you know saying and they're, they you know they are taking notice of everything that you're doing for them, you know and 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 and, and I agree that is what overall what men want, you know um. You know, me and you had a conversation um, earlier, uh, Jay, and it was about, you know, talking about men being comfortable, you know. Um, you know, some people may take being comfortable as being complacent. So, you know, won't you, won't you tell, you know, won't you explain to, to viewers out there what you, what you meant, because I understood it, but tell them what you meant by saying men want to be comfortable. Like, men, when I say that, it's like, 
A lot of if you single, say if, if, if you out here, you out here single. Mm-hmm. You not married or nothing. You ain't you ain't engaged, you ain't got no girl, you know. What you doing you? And you taking them steps to where you go to work every day. Mm-hmm. Take care of your bills. You just wanna come home. You just wanna come home and just relax. Sit back, take a shower, and just, you know what I'm saying, really relax. Mm-hmm. And when I say relax, you may say, you know what? You might go pick up your kid that day if you don't have your kid with you. You know what I'm saying? And relax and just sit back and, and really be comfortable and just sit back and just chill out. Come home from work, have a nice, you have to take a shower, go outside. It's a beautiful day. I would go outside, sit in the park, watch the kids enjoy their stuff. Just see humanity at its fullest point. Cause when you watch a kid, you watch a kid, they don't know about mistakes. They just they just go about life. And I like watch I like to go to the park and just do different things. I like to just watch human nature. And when I say comfortable, is when you come home and you can say, yo, you don't have to hear nobody say nothing to you. You 40 years old, you don't live with your mother. You know what I'm saying? You I don't care what age you is. But you out the house. You ain't in the crib. When you come home, you got you can throw your clothes. Your mom's washing your clothes. Come on. That's not what no... A woman don't want that for a man. So why would a man want that for himself? So what I'm saying is when you come home, when I say home, you come home to your apartment or you come home to where you relax, but it's your own. It's your own. You provide for your own overhead. You doing what you do. You come home, take a shower, you come home from work, your bills is paid, your cable bill is good, you come home, watch the Nick game, come home, just chill. That's comfortable. I can kick my sneakers off, sit back in my own little room, just be like, man, I don't, I don't feel like going in my bedroom tonight. That's right. I can okay. sleep right here, get up, get up, go for work the next morning, right from where I'm sitting. Right. Take right. a shower, go right in my bedroom, get dressed, and be, and be good, and go to work. I'm comfortable. But if I do have, if I now, if I got another half in, a, in another situation, okay, cool. I still want to be comfortable because she's bringing something to the table to where both of us is going to be comfortable. Hmm. You know, this the Daily Bill, the Supreme Cipher. Um, definitely want to get Ross the Boss view on that. And then we're going to chime in a little bit with Jenny K on you know, a woman's point of view on these things. And, and then we're going to move forward. We got some other great things to talk about. But right now, we're going to take a quick break, you know, and uh, walk to the Daily Bell. Supreme Cypher. Ah, What's up? Welcome back to the Daily Bell. This is Supreme Cipher, and the topic that we're talking about today is man talk. And um, you know, before we went to uh, a little break, um, we were talking about uh, a man uh, being comfortable um, and what he has to do and what he has to accomplish to uh, to get there, the steps that he needs to take, and you know how it makes him feel overall. And um, you know, I want to. I want you know. I want. I want you know. Ross the boss to really chime in um, on you know 
you know, you know, what are you getting from that? What do you, you know, what is, if you had to teach your son or your nephew about uh, a man being comfortable and living, you know, you know, just living a good life, you know, how would, what would you say? Um, uh, another old school saying, because I'm a fan of old school saying, each one teach one. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm a big school of old school saying. I'm also an old school believer in spirit of our sport child. So when it comes down to teaching your kids, you got to discipline them. You can be a friend. You can be a mentor. You can be an advisor and all that other stuff. But as long as you set that boundary that you know that we still mm -hmm. father and son, mother and daughter, father and daughter, blah, blah, blah. I know friends that smoke with their parents. Know what I mean? Um, I've never smoked with my moms. Know what I mean? Uh, my grandma, she used to sneak in little joints here and there. I mean, on the low, like, yeah, because she knew I was. Everybody's right. grandma's butted them up. I used yeah. to go to the store for her little stuff like that. And she knew after a while she caught on to that I was smoking. I think I went to her house, baked one day. Know what I mean, and we spoke about it. And went to grandma's house, baked? She wrote me a joint. I went to grandma's house, smack one day. I was, I was a little idiot. But in my grandma's eyes, I was always innocent. You know what I mean? So we spoke about it, and she, she was a little upset, but she wasn't too upset. And then she wrote me a little joint, and we sat down, and we kicked it. You know what I mean? So, and at the end of the day, I was scared shitless, and my grandmother never would curse around her or nothing. But we would smoke a little J every now and then. You know what I mean? So not promoting it at all, not saying that for people out there listening, young parents or whatever, go smoke a J with your kids, or make y'all cool. I'm not saying that. I'm saying each one teach one. My grandmother taught me a lot of life lessons, and I always respected her teachings. My father, he taught me life lessons his own way. I mean, he was a whole nother, a whole nother bag of fish. I mean, so at the end of the day, you, you, children also live what they learn. They see dad doing good. They see mom going to school. They see this, and they, they're going to and aspire to do the same thing. If they see you sitting in the crib all day watching Maury Jerry, they cut in school because they know that you're not giving a fuck because you probably didn't finish school. You, right. You're not doing nothing because the government is paying your, your rent. You don't have to get a job because if you get a job, they're going to stop paying your rent. And you don't want to, you're going to live, you're going to put your child in a vicious cycle that you don't even realize that you yourself are stuck in. So, yeah, comfortability is, is a good thing to have within the family. But overall in life, you always have to keep that, you know what I mean? Keep that in the back of your mind like, yo. I'm living this life because of them. Because I tell my kids, and when we kick it sometimes, I tell them, yo, I told my daughter, she's older. The only reason I'm alive and not in jail and outside out there doing God knows what is because y'all came into my life. Because I was a whole, and look, and I said that and she called me. <laughs> serious. Um, I mean, it's real out here. It's real out here. We just got to be there for our kids nowadays. And, you know, we got to, as men in general, we got to realize what our overall value is and what kind of weight we carry as people. Okay. All right. Um you know now I, I, we got Jenny K in the building and uh you know just wanted to get with you know your thought real quick on um as a woman what do you think men want? It honestly is impossible for me to answer that particular question simply because I'm not a guy. I'm still trying to figure out how the male brain works. Um, you know, still trying to figure out certain nuances you guys have that we don't. So I'm probably not the best person to ask that particular question to. 
I just kind of made wanted to piggyback off of the whole thing with being comfortable. Mm-hmm. You know, some in some instances being comfortable can be a good thing. You know, like he like like Jay Merrick was saying, um, how you know being comfortable where to where you don't own anybody, you ain't got to answer nobody. You know, or your bills are paid, um, and you're in a really really good place in your life. You ain't got no extra stress. That comfortable is awesome. But then on the flip side, you can be too comfortable. Mm-hmm. And when you get too comfortable, you do become complacent. And being complacent is kind of like you putting the glass ceiling on yourself, whether you do it consciously or subconsciously. Okay. You limit yourself. You know, when you get too comfortable, you no longer want to strive for anything more than what you have. And if you're good at where you're at, that's great. But if you're not good at where you're at, you got to step outside of your comfort zone and reach for the star because you can't do nothing in the crib. Yeah. Right. Well said. You know, and uh, you know, can't really argue with that. And that's a good point that's coming from a woman. And you know, and I would definitely, um, definitely, definitely agree with that. Um, but we're gonna move on, and and I think this part of it, you know, is really, um, is probably going to be really interesting to you, Jenny K, um, because I'm gonna discuss with the, the fellas here on, you know, what's your definition. Of a good woman. When I say good woman to you, Jay, what? Tell me, man to man, what's a good woman? What's a good woman? Mm. Um, <laughs> a good woman is what she can bring to the table. You know what I'm saying? What she comes to the table with? You know, are y'all equal, you know what I'm saying? A good woman, I'm not that's not that's not even what a good woman is. I apologize for that. Excuse me, listeners. A good woman is a woman that's gonna look out for you, that'll help you when you're down. Don't mind. You know, she don't she ain't with the bull crap. And she take care of her business herself. Individually. She goes to work every day, come home, you know what I'm saying, to you or to wherever she's at herself. She's in her own position. So that'll make that you know what I'm saying? Some women look at some men like they getting lesser than me. So, you know what I'm saying? They can't really do nothing for me. Mm. Some women that's out here in these professions, yeah, they do. They really headstrong. So you gotta you gotta come to the table and see turn their cards up, see what's good. So a good woman is, yeah, a woman that's taking care of her business, paying her bills, taking care of herself mentally, physically, you know what I'm saying? And she's doing what she's doing to be at, labeled as such, a woman. Because some women out here, mine is like a kid. Mm-hmm. They want the man to take care of them, buy tampons, mm-hmm. pay their bills. They just want, they just... You go to work, they come home, they just want to blow the butt. But they've been home all day watching Murray, Talk, mm-hmm. Wendy. They doing all that. Mm-hmm. But then when you come home and you tired from work, you're like, yo, my dude, ain't no food cook. Man, what's poppin'? That's not a good woman. See, that's the difference between a woman when you're dealing with a real woman and when you're dealing with a good woman. Mm. 
A good woman and a different woman is there's two different type of people. Okay. Okay. You know, uh, Ross Boss, you know, let me, because uh, I definitely want to dig into that. I want to dig into what he just said because, you know, I know you got something to say with this right here. Um, A good woman, is she, is, does that mean that she's too independent? No. No, because um, when it comes down to being too independent, I don't really think there's really a thing of, as being too independent. Okay. Um, too headstrong now. Talk about that. Story. Talk about talk about that. Talk about that. Tell me now, what, what, you, what you mean by that. All right. Now, I may say something out of character, ladies listening, but honestly, I really don't care. So I'm going to say what the fuck Okay. Um, it's a lot of headstrong ladies out there that have no reason to be headstrong at all. If you think that I think that you look good because you you <laughs> got fresh clothes on or you got your nails done or the, no, that doesn't make you attractive to me. What makes you attractive to me is seeing you in a uniform, seeing you in uh, uh, what they call the little things that the, the females dress. to agree with you 100 you know but i want to there's something that you said that i want to i want to i want to dig into that when you spoke about a woman knowing her worth you know when a woman knows her worth what effect does that have on us men jay talk about that so again when a woman knows her worth 
what effect does that have on you know um, a man when he's uh, you know coming after that? Someone to feel like someone to feel like they don't need to do. Once a, once a, once a woman know they worth, someone to feel like they don't need to do. Is that attractive? Unattractive? No, but I'm just saying. I mean, when they come to the table, they come to the table for us. Okay. Some women come to the table straight up. They come to the table like straight up like, all right, you supposed to be going out on a date. <laughs> right? We are supposed to be out on a date. All right. We're on a we date. We're going out on a date. Okay. But out on a date is, is like, she come to the table like, the bill come. you like, I got that. She like, oh, I got that too. We go half on that. <laughs> That's you what I'm saying? saying? Some women come to the table that much bullheaded to where it feels they don't want to feel like they don't want the man. It's not like back in the day mm-hmm. where the woman would be like, oh, they let the man pay the bill. Right. Now, now it's like more or less, oh, we're all right, bet. Let's yeah. let's do this. We're going to do this half and half. Right. We're going to split this. I know some women that take I the t- bill. I've been taking out on the yeah. yeah. I've been yeah. taking out on the but, 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 yeah. but, but you know what it is? But you know what it is? It's so much that I got so much confidence in myself. Okay. That's why when the bill come, it's more or less like, yeah, no doubt. About that. Don't even worry about yeah. that. Most because it's not, it's not, it's not, it's not even about her. It's not even more about her. It's more about what my mind is going through. To not even, I'm not trying to show her nothing. It's more, more or less going my mind saying, you know what? I got that. Mm-hmm. I'm not worried about that. That's right. Because right now we both trying to check each other's status. Because <laughs> I know if you ain't worth nothing, because we about to go get in this whip, and that's worth a lot. So what we gonna do is if you know your worth. But you ain't worth that much. You know you're not worth that much. Then don't come to the table like that. Don't come to the table bullheaded. Because what you doing? You you might be living off another dude. Yeah, man. You living off your baby daddy. This nigga paying child support. You taking right. your you got Blissy Loggers on. I ain't even got. I come today. I ain't even got Blissy Loggers on. I'm sitting there like yo. Doing it, but she doing it. Red bottoms on and everything. Yeah, I know somebody who knows somebody. Shit, I need Blissy Loggers. You know what I'm saying? So that's what I'm saying. It's always, it's always. People always say that. People, what they always say is they gotta put their best foot forward. You gonna put your when when you first in a meeting somebody you always put your best foot forward. But then, okay, after you put your best foot forward, what do you got to stand on? Mm. So, in other words, once the representative goes away. What's, no, what's your 360? It ain't no representative. What do you stand on? Do you stand on 360 or do you stand on falsehood? What? What, is, what do you want? Because you can come and, and, and falsely, you can force identify anybody. Mm-hmm. You can come just the way he, Mr. Mr. Um, son said he wanted a woman to be. A suit and all the rest of that, and mm-hmm. that could be your regularly just get up to go on interviews. Mm-hmm. But you come to this date to look like that because you might be falsely tricking me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because now you may I'm find like, out, okay, listen, the dude is a stand up dude. He a good dude. So now when you might hear that, you might get your report back from your people. He's a stand up dude. But then when you come to the, you come to the date, you look like you a stand up individual, but then Unbeknownst to us, later on, you might be a snake in the hole. <laughs> That's one thing, though. I noticed. I don't. I don't. <laughs> I, I, I take 
You take, know your worth, though. I take my, my, you see take my time when a woman knows they worth. I definitely take my time out. And I pick and choose wisely who I let get close to me. Very picky and choosy. I mean, yeah, picky and choosy when I allow someone into my life. And then when I do, it's definitely for a good amount of time at arm's length. And my, I wish my arms a little bit longer. But definitely at arm's length, like, all right, look. Know what I mean? And then once I get to know you a little bit better, you know what I mean? And, we, and I fill you out. And I can't I can't mess with no chick that I can't have a conversation with. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Yo, know, just um, hold on. I know we got so much to say right now, but we got to take a break. It's the Daily Bill with Supreme Cipher. I'm here with Jenny K, Ross the Boss, and Jay Merrick. We'll be right back in a second. What's up? This is the Daily Bill with Supreme Cipher. Um, yeah, we coming coming after J. Cole is kind of hard. That, that's a, you know that was a hard little line, right? You know, but we're talking about men talk, and we've been talking about good women. And um, you know, when we before we went to break, you know, Jay had something that he wanted to throw out there. So I'll give him the floor for a second. You want you want to piggyback on something that Johnny was talking about? Oh, Johnny was talking about. About women that be um that's really strong. I'm just saying, like strong-headed women. A lot of people could give you falsehood. These days, right now, 2018, it's about what you could do for me. Put all cards on the table, full face, fold up. Mm-hmm. Because if you is is is, I'm just saying, we having a conversation about a good woman. A good woman, she wants you to come to the table. She wanna all right, a lot of it's not it's hard to find a good woman out here these days. Cause if you find a good woman, you better hold on to her. That's right. Put them in a headlock, don't let them go nowhere. Because it's a lot of things that's going on out here right now in the street that a lot of women is entwined in. Trickery, falsehood. Mm-hmm. Scamming you know what I'm saying? Cut that scamming shit out, females. Cut it out. Leave my damn debit card alone. And stay off my Instagram. Stop. Cut it out. is a fool. You met that from the bottom of your heart. Yo. He's a fool. Jimmy will be a nerd. So I'm gonna talk. I mean, let me just let me let me just tell you. Cause I want I want before I get into what I got to say about that. I'm gonna ask, you know, Jenny K. I want you to chime in real quick and give us, you know, a, you know, a, a female point of view on, um, you know, what do you, what does a woman say is a good woman? Um, I can only speak for this woman, but um, to me, a good woman, like Johnny said, loyal. Um, as Jimmy said, brings something to the table, knows her worth. 
But for me, it's got to be more than monetary because money comes and goes. At the end of the day, if you strip away anything physical, monetary, tangible, what's left? You got to, who are you without all of those trappings? So you just sell whatever you bring to the table as a person has to be something substantive. Because like Johnny said, you can't just come, you know, getting by with what's between your legs. You know what I mean? Loyalty. Gotta know how to keep a clean house. Gotta know how to cook a dinner. Wash the clothes. I hate to say it. As, as progressive as I am, there's still certain things we gotta do. It is what it is, ladies. Um, This is why some women ain't in any relationships because they ain't for everybody. Um, go ahead. Now I'm stretching my... No, oh, I'm I thought you were raising your hand. I feel like a teacher real quick. Um, supportive. Motivational. You know what I mean? Um, a lot of people haven't messed up. You know, I'm 35 years old. I got a 16 year old son, and you know, I've, I've had my share of relationships. And I sometimes people get it mixed up where they feel like if you're for me, then I'm my, I'm not supposed to tell you where you're messing up. Nah, if I love you and I, like I say I do, it's my job to check you. Just like it's your job to check me. Mm. Call me on my bullshit. Okay. Right. You know what I mean? I don't want yes people around me. Because at the end of the day, that means you really want to have my best interest at heart. You're just doing this to get by. Absolutely. You're not fully invested in it. You know Absolutely. what I mean? Um, sometimes being supportive is having a light of fire under your ass. When necessary. I don't. Sometimes it's not used to get mad at me, whatever it is. That's my job as your other half of your significant other. Because if I don't do that, that means I really don't give a shit about you. Mm-hmm. And I'm just in it to get what I'm, what I, what I'm in it to get out of it, whether it's attention for the moment or something to do or whatever. I ain't fully invested in it. Okay. All right. Um, you know, Proverbs 31 woman. If you don't know what that is, I'm going to inform you real quick on what a Proverbs 31 woman is. A Proverbs 31 woman, in my eyes, is a definition and the overall view of what a good woman is. is a Proverbs 31 woman is a woman that is willing to grab on and share the vision of her man. A woman that is prepared to minister to her man. A woman that is prepared to do whatever it is she needs to do to keep her man. Period. You know what I'm saying? Um, A Proverbs 31 woman is uh strong is 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 beautiful not just on the inside but on the outside as well you did what i'm saying and it's in her, her beauty is in the eyes of the beholder you, you did you did what i'm saying uh a, a proverbs 31 woman um you know has the ability to birth a man and when you have the ability to birth a man, that means you done turned this man into something great mm. with his vision. A Proverbs 31 woman is the only woman that everything that you give them, they make it better. You can give them a, a house and they'll make a home, Ross. Mm-hmm. You give them a seed, they make a child. Right. That's a Proverbs 31 woman. And so when it comes to me, when I speak about it, you know, you know, to me, what a Proverbs 31, to me, what a good woman is, is a Proverbs 31 woman, you know, and, you know, 
and it, it is near and dear to me because you, I believe that as a, as men, just as women are choosy with the, the men that they get with, we have the right to be just as choosy. And at, and at the end of the day, at the end of the day, um, you know, men want to feel like they're about something too. We want to feel. I know. I want to feel like I'm fucking sexy. I want to feel like it's about. You know what I'm saying? Is you know it's about me. I want to feel like a fucking snack. You know what I'm saying? I want to feel all of that. You know what I'm saying? And if you a woman that can make a man feel all that and strong and masculine and all this, that's a good woman. You know what I'm saying? Get me to understand and accept your flaws. You know, that's a good woman, you know. Mm. But, you know, we're gonna, we got to move on. We have to move on because I want to talk about this real quick. Is, you know, why they fear us. Why does the world fear black men? And we're going to talk about no other type of man but a black man. Why does the world fear black men? Let's start with you, Ross the Balls. Um, well, one of the reasons I think that the new age people are afraid of us, black men, mm-hmm. is because now we're starting to know our work. We're starting to step up more in the world as far as professionally, um, academically, uh, socially. We, we got more of a name out there now. Our culture has always been emulated by other cultures. So now that our culture is starting to to show the intellectual side and our um our potential that we always knew, but they always overlooked, they scared shitless. Mm-hmm. They don't know what to do. They can't contain us. You know how mm-hmm. they contain us? They move into our neighborhoods. That's they move right. Out of our neighborhoods to further segregate us. That's right. Now I mean, I don't want it, this topic actually something that gets under my skin. So. I don't want to start ranting and raving okay. and going on. Okay, all right. I'm telling you, they they are slowly and surely encroaching into our areas. They're taking over our cultural identity. They're trying to be like us. They got the girls out there with the cornrows now and getting the booty shots because they want to be us because they see whatever we did after they oppressed us so much, nigga, we win. Mm. That's it. Mm. Nigga, we win. Okay. The moment a white person says, let me take over BET because that channel is winning, you know something is right. Whoever, I forgot who the previous owner was right now. I'm sorry because I blanked out. Mm-hmm. You know me, people. Okay. Um, right. The previous owner was. But, uh, yeah. Bob Johnson. There you go. Bob Johnson, he, he, he made, of course he made Buku Bucks when he sold it at the end of the day. But still, at the end of the day, that shows what my rant is about. Like, they want us away from um, being able to, to segregate and build stronger because think about it and y'all Google it, Black Wall Street. Mm-hmm. I mean, they came down there and they shut us down. Know what I mean? It goes on and on. There's too many historical references. It's too much to even get deep into it right now. But the main reason right now that I fairly fear is because the, they, re, they see that we are more realizing our potential. Not just realizing it, even more realizing it, because we knew what it was before when we just so being so oppressed. Absolutely, you know. Um, one thing that that stuck out more than anything we, what you what you spoke about to me was, uh, 
know, when you said that um, we as black men are starting to realize our worth and our potential, you know, and and I couldn't agree with you more. I think in today's time, that is an actual fact. What you say about that, John? Mm-hmm. You know, to you know, you have black men that nowadays that um, you know, that that want to step up and they want to do this and they want to do that. You know what I'm saying? It, put it like, I respect Barack Obama. We all know he's not fully black, but mm-hmm. but he black. He black. One job rule. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> he black enough for us to, that he, you know, he was what we needed to realize that it could happen. Right. You dig what I'm saying? And, and 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 that's the idea that we have to keep in our head that it can happen if you understand who you are and you know what you can accomplish. You know, you know. Let me just ask Jenny K from a female point of view, from a woman point of view. You know, um, why do you think they fear black men? Um. Kind of piggyback off of what Johnny said. They fear us, the black men. I can say us. They fear black men more now, outwardly, but they've always feared black men from the beginning of time. Um, this isn't something new. Um, you know, they learned how to read from us, read and write. They learned mathematics from us in Ethiopia. Um, we gave them civilization, um, and they gleaned what they could from us, which they do to every other culture that they appropriate. Um, they did it to the Native Americans, etc., etc., um, and then cast us to the side and bury us, and then oppress those that they've learned from. This is what they've done. And I'm a per- I speak as someone who comes from a multi-ethnic background. You know what I mean? So I don't have no prejudice, but it is what it is. The facts are facts. Um, they fear the black man because once the black man fully becomes awoken or awoke to his for lack of a better term, magnificence. And then we start to each one teach one, or y'all start to each one teach one. It's a wrap. There is no more oppressing us. And I say us because at the end of the day, y'all are the head of the household situation, whatever, and y'all are supposed to be our leader. So we're going to follow wherever y'all do. That's pretty much it. You're absolutely 100% right. Um, you know, I, and I couldn't agree more. You know, I, I think black men are starting to understand their worth. We're becoming more independent, more headstrong. We're starting to believe more. We're starting to understand that, you know, we do have a place in this world. We have a place in this society. You know, we start to understand that we need to teach our sons and we need to, you know, we need to love our sons. And we need to, it's about, you know, our brotherhood and not necessarily just killing ourselves or killing each other. It's about the upliftment of, of, of our own when it comes to black men. We have to learn and continue to uplift our own. We're going to go to a commercial, baby. We're going to come back. We're going to close it out. Um, I'd like to thank Jenny Kay. I'd like to thank um, Ross the Balls. I'd like to thank Jay Merrick for everybody for stopping by with this. It's been a beautiful time talking to you. And we'll be back in a few minutes with the closing and what we got coming up in future dates. Um, The Daily Bill, Supreme Cypher.
what's up? This is Supreme Cypher, and I'm back with the closing, my final build on the Daily Build. Um, uh, first of all, you know, my little music, my little ending thing right there, kind of like it is smoothing. You know, it's kind of, you know, it's what I dig. So it's kind of why I got through it in there. Um, it's real laid back. If you don't know, it's from, uh, it's called Shelter from, uh, you know, uh, John Legend. But, you know, overall, when we have men talk, but basically what we do is we try to gather a bunch of different topics that men um, would like to talk about and try to, you know, uplift men. As you know, I'm very pro-man and very pro-black and very pro-family. But I like, you know, to uplift men and to be able to educate, you know, our young people and show them what it's really about means a lot to me and it's very near and dear to me. And, um... You know, we we went into being, you know, what a Proverbs 31 woman is about being independent, about, you know, having, you know, being noticed and what fatherhood is all about. All of that is combined to what men talk about. These are the things, ladies, that we talk about and not necessarily always gossip, but these are some of the things that men talk about in the locker room when they're amongst themselves, when they're blowing the Dutch and having some beers. Not only do we just talk about our families and what we're going through, we talk about issues that matter. And these are issues that matter to men, right? It's not always about a basketball game or a soccer game or anything like that. We also like to discuss matters that mean that mean significant and in, in, in that is near and dear to all of us um, at heart. Um, coming up in a couple of episodes, I got a real good friend of mine, Dr. Rocco. He's a young, upcoming um comedian it's been around it's been around it's been traveling around the world um you know we reached out to each other and, and, and we're gonna link up you know the link the interview is coming real soon um that's gonna be on um tuesday um we're gonna air that and then i got cheddar the guard coming from the guard show flow that's a sports and culture show he's really big he's on itunes he's got podcasts all over the place and uh you know that's them real big and he's a uh He's like a mentor to me in what I do. We also got Frankie 15. He's going to be on Thursday. Um, there's another guy that I know for a long time. Um, you know, he has a he has like a little show that he does on, um, you know, PBS, one of those public stations. So, you know, he's, you know, you know, he's somebody that I really wanted to talk to and really get involved and find out, you know, you know, what's his process, what he does. And also just confirmed not too long ago was Candace Say. She's a designer, a model. Um, she's an artist, very beautiful woman. And she's going to come to the show with a lot of girl power. And, you know, we're going to talk about a lot of different things. And, you know, it's just, we got a lot of good things coming up. The Daily Build is really about to be something. Um, once again, I want to shout out you know, to the people who came through, um, Jay Merrick, um, uh, Ross the Boss, and Jenny K, and from you know from Supreme Cipher and the Daily um, Daily Bill. Have a good day. Oh,